the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. Last week I wasn't here because I wasn't feeling well and I'm about 90% I think right now. So if I sound a little bit funnier than usual, that might be why. Uh, I got the same funny sounding voice now too. But you know, each week what we try to do is we try to talk about the helpful hints in buying a car. And I always say it, it's not just the car business. And we've been shopping because we're moving and there's certain things that we're looking at. And I've had the same TV service for 28 years. And we've lived in different homes, but I've never switched. So the house that we're moving into has a different service already hooked up. So I told my wife the other day when we were walking through the Home and Garden Show that why don't we talk to these people? And you'll notice we're not mentioning companies' names. We don't mention dealerships' names. But what was kind of strange was when we walked up to the, the booth at the Home and Garden Show at the University of Phoenix Stadium, the young lady came over and started to talk to us about their product. So I asked her in regards to well, what, what are the different packages? Well, if you sign up today, I can give you the Home and Garden Show special. But what is the package? So after about five minutes of her constantly just saying, if you sign up today, I can give you the Home and Garden special, I was kind of done. I wasn't getting the information I was looking for. All she cared about was having me sign up. And I looked at her and said, we're not going to sign up for anything today. However, if you'd like to give me your name and number, when we're ready to make a decision, I'd be happy to call you. And I turned around and I walked away. And I happened to turn around and I looked and I saw my wife making a very strange face. And all I heard my wife say was, did you really just say that to me? So I turned around and I walked back. Now, in 28 years of sales, I could not imagine what my wife said this girl said to her. So she said to my wife, so in other words, you're just looking for information. You have no intentions of buying anything today. This is how I make my living, and you're just wasting my time. Wow. So what Dana said was exactly what I said. Now, normally, I would have said, let me speak to somebody that is your boss. But I felt that if a boss would hire somebody like that, he's not probably the best person to talk to. 
So when I went home, I Googled the company for a customer service number to call to say how their company was represented. Now, where I got a little disenchanted was, unless you want to speak to this company in regards to technical support or your bill, there's nobody to talk to. And she said, I would be happy to give you a P.O. box that you could mail a letter to. Now, I don't know about you, but that's not a kind of company that I would want to deal with. It's the same thing when you're buying a car. If you buy a car and you're not happy with the salesperson while you're buying the car, what makes you think you're going to be happy with him after the fact? Now, one thing that Dana and I do is we still have to have a salesperson at the dealership. And a lot of times I like to pick the salesperson that I deal with. And I do that because I don't want the guy that the dealer's trying to give the deal to because he's struggling and he's new in the car business. Because chances are that person isn't going to be qualified to do a quality delivery, a quality review of the features, and be able to explain to our clients what they need to know. You know, and it's just, it amazes me. And I kind of laugh because I went into a furniture store a couple weeks ago because they had this, they've been running TV specials about going out of business and great sales. So when I walked in and I looked at a certain, certain things, I noticed that their prices were nowhere near what I was expecting to see based on the fact that they were liquidating things and they were doing special, 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 special pricing. Now, certain stuff had tags on it that that's the rock bottom price. Certain stuff had tags on it that it would negotiate from. And the way I found this out was I asked the young man in the betting section, are the prices on the mattresses all in, all done, or do you negotiate from those prices? And he says, oh, no, we have, our, we have our prices, best prices up front. We're not like car dealerships. We don't play games with people. And I looked at the guy and I says, you know, you never know what the person does for a living that you're talking to. Now, I'm not a salesman in a car dealership anymore. Dana isn't. We help people buy cars. It's, it's very simple. But I just laughed at how a guy could come out and say something like that, how this young lady could come out and say something like that. The customer service in today's world has gone out the window. You know, I said we were shopping for furniture. We walked into a place on Cave Creek Road right off the 101, and it happened to be the owner. The owners were there. No salespeople, no nothing. And I looked at him, and I told the guy, if my wife walks in that room, it's not going to matter how much the furniture is. I'm done. Because we had shopped, and I'm not exaggerating, in at least 10 different furniture shops. And I walked into this place, and this guy had five custom-made bedroom sets that any one of them would have been something my wife would have liked. Now, when we left, we bought the bedroom set before we left. But it was just the way we were treated made the price sting a little bit less. Well, you know, I want to talk about a few different things today. And when you talk about salespeople, you know, there's, like Gary mentioned, there's there's the newer people that, that really are probably just well-intended and, and certainly just haven't learned very much. But, you know, I spent, you know, of course, this is now many years ago, but I, I spent, 
you know, a few years actually selling cars. I, I spent over 22 years in management in the retail automotive industry. But over that period of time, you get to meet some really fine people. You get to meet some of the best salespeople, like for me, that I've ever met in my life. Gary happened to be one of them. You get to meet some fine sales managers and fine people. The the trade is not easy. The the salespeople, I believe in most cases, are, are simply there to try to make a living, to try to support their families, to try to, you know, be, I'm sure, the best they can be. That that's most people. I don't believe that dealerships go looking for bad people to hire. There might be exceptions to that rule, but I don't think that's their intent. And what ends up happening, unfortunately, is that in many cases, when you're at a dealership, it all boils down to first who runs it and then how they run the business once you know you identify who that person is. If the person in charge of that dealership is an ethical, honest person, then he's going to attract and hire ethical, honest people. You know, and it's, it, it's, it's funny because it's amazing how many times Dane and I won't speak about the radio show before the show, but he'll say something along those lines of something I was thinking about. And what I was thinking about based on what he just said is I look at certain things and what I look at is when a dealership doesn't treat their employees fairly. What makes me think they're going to treat the customers fairly? And I, and I look at certain things and, you know, I, I laugh because, you know, the car, there is no rule of thumb. And Dana will completely agree with this. There are certain cars that it makes sense to buy a car that's one or two years old. There's certain cars that it makes no sense to buy a used one because... The <coughs> The value just doesn't appreciate like it used to. He's absolutely correct. I agree with him. So now I have a friend of mine that's looking at a couple of different vehicles. And it's kind of funny because I spoke to one of the salesmen this morning and he sells Audis. And the Q7 that's already coming out. Now, listen to what I'm saying carefully. We are in March of 2016. They're delivering 2017 Q7s, completely redesigned. Now, he told me they have 53 in their pipeline coming in. Now, out of the 53 that are in their pipeline coming in, 15 of them are not spoken for. So roughly 20-some-odd percent. However, if you go to the Ford dealership, they also don't have a lot of Ford Expeditions on the lot. But they're not having a bunch of them on the lot for a different reason. It's not a very big seller. So if you're looking for an Expedition, it's a vehicle that I think you're going to get a much bigger discount on versus buying a Q7. But on the flip side, if you pay more for an Audi, I can promise you this. In four years and 60,000 miles, if you paid the same money... For a Q7, as you did for a Ford Expedition, I would venture to guess that the Audi is going to be worth more money. I would agree. You know, it's, and it's like I said, there is no, no simple rule of thumb for anything that in the car business. You can buy a Pathfinder that's two years old and save 15, 20 grand. You can buy a Forerunner that's four years old 
and it's only $3,000 difference between the kind of deals that Dana and I can get. And, and one of the keys, of course, is as a consumer, if you don't truly understand the market, like Gary and I do, you're likely to either think that you should buy used because of whatever your reasons are, or you think you should buy new because of whatever your reasons are, when in fact, if you knew what Gary knew and what I knew, and we shared it with you, chances are you would make the decision that was best for you, not the one that you thought might be best for you. And part of what we do is an example. There was an article recently that says that the new Fiat, kind of Fiat X vehicle, they're, they're doing really poorly and they've only sold, I think, a few hundred, less than a thousand in the first six months of the year since the model came out. Well, Gary and I both know that that type of vehicle is not really a very good vehicle. So for us, we don't help people buy Fiat's. If someone wants to take their money and buy a Fiat, that's a decision they have to make on their own because we're not going to help somebody hurt themselves. You know, and it's funny because they do the consumer reports and the last, the, the car last. Dead in, last. Dead last was one of the Fiats. You can reach me at 602-525-1370 and Dana at 602-679-8324. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. You cannot have a moral leader in America who abdicates or abnegates what we put on him, which is the moral responsibility to stand up for what Abraham Lincoln called the last best hope of Earth. Someone who renounces that responsibility in a position of leadership cannot be a moral leader we can emulate. Weekdays from 10 to midnight on 960 The Patriot. Earnhardt Honda has received the Honda Corporation's esteemed President's Award seven times in the last eight years. The President's Award is the most prestigious and coveted award that Honda can award to its dealerships. The award recognizes dealership teams that demonstrate superior customer satisfaction, new car sales volume, and business management. Approximately 15% of Honda dealerships receive the award each year, while Earnhardt Honda ranked in the top 1%. Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions. Located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall. Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. H. Miller Nissan in Mesa offers new Nissans along with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs by top manufacturers. General Manager Bill Brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126. His finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease. His service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan auto parts. 
They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state. This is Bernie Sanders. Whatever you do, don't go to guns, etc. They're terrible. They've got the most firearms in the valley and a shooting simulator. They're so bad, when they heard me say field to burn, they thought I was talking about acid reflux. If you go there, you'll see nothing but firearms. I hate it. My poll numbers are incredibly high. So are most of my supporters. Oh, don't call guns, etc. At 480-963-4311. Eh, I'm 74. I tried to take a selfie with a rotary phone. Are you closing in on retirement but just don't have the confidence that your current plan will provide enough income for you to truly enjoy your golden years? Or worse, are you afraid you'll outlive your money? Remove that stress from your life. Join Tim Van Houten for Let's Talk Money, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., right here on 960 The Patriot. But if you don't want to wait for the show, call Tim right now, 888-767-2122. That's 888-767-2122. 888-767-2122. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my partner and friend Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the deal. And once again, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. They truly are dealer for the people. They're located at 8801 West Bell Road, just west of the Loop 101 on Bell Road. And I believe it's it's Peoria, Arizona. But Yes, it is. And their phone number, if you'd like to reach them, is 623 623- Eight seven five four thousand. Anyway, in, in kind of talking about what people think they should do, you know, that sometimes relates to whether they should buy a new car or a used car, whether they should finance it or pay cash, whether they should lease it or you know pay for it a different. But way. isn't that the same for every car? Well, as you and I both know, it's completely different for every car. Every manufacturer that offers leasing has their own policies and procedures. Some are, you know, more consumer friendly than others. But as an example, um, I had a a friend who I had helped purchase a vehicle uh, maybe a year and a half ago. And wonderful firefighter and very nice gentleman. And about a couple months ago, um, he told me that his lovely wife was looking to get a new vehicle for herself. She also is a firefighter. Very cool. And so anyway, when she first called me, she told me that her sister had purchased a new vehicle and that she really loved it and that she kind of wanted to get the exact same kind of car. 
And so she told me the type of car that she was looking at, and we talked about it a little bit. And I said, you know, that's certainly a, a really nice car. There's another car that's kind of in the same family, almost the exact same money, maybe something you should consider. But, you know, let's let's pursue this. So the, the one thing that she was for sure, for sure set on was she was going to write a check for the purchase price of the vehicle that she was acquiring. She was simply not going to do anything regarding anything but paying cash. So under that premise, you know, it's not my purpose to disagree with people or argue with them. My purpose is to try to accomplish what they're setting out to do. So as we finally selected the car, picked the car that she actually wanted to acquire, we got a total out the door. And this was based on getting an incredible price on the car, the dealer including all their, you know, accessories that they'd added to the car. And the total out the door was $52,789. So she was simply going to write a check for the full amount and take her beautiful brand new car home. And I explained to her that I didn't think that that was a wise way to approach that transaction. One of the reasons being was she was picking out, obviously, an expensive car. If it cost over $50,000 out the door, then obviously it had to cost close to 47000 or more to get to that total out the door. And one of the reasons why I was concerned about her paying in cash was the fact that she drives about 20,000 miles per year. And when you drive 20,000 miles per year and you drive an expensive car, it, it has a bigger impact on the resale value of the car than if you buy a far less expensive car and happen to drive high mileage. People don't realize that, that according to Kelly Blue Book, it's more expensive to drive a more expensive car for the miles. They used to have a little guide in the book that said, if your car costs this much, this is the penalty for over the miles. If your car costs this much, and when you got to a certain dollar amount in the price of the car, it no longer went to a dollar amount that they were penalizing you. It went to a percentage. Absolutely correct. And and so in this particular lady's case, we knew she was buying or acquiring a really nice vehicle. We knew that she was going to drive 20,000 miles per year, plus or minus. And again, no, no intention other than simply writing a check for it. Well, in doing research on that particular vehicle, that vehicle giving the same selling price as the conventional purchase, but converting it to a lease, there there were a couple things that the young lady would get. One thing she would get was a $3,000 automatic rebate below invoice. So that was instantaneously 3000 less. And then if she happened to own a vehicle, didn't have to trade it in, but just a competitive model of any kind, she got an additional $1,000 incentive. So just so you... I want everybody to understand what he just said and keep it simple. That's $4,000 in lease money that she's not getting when she buys the car. She's getting it when she leases the car. Now, what that basically means is if she was adamant about buying the car and writing a check and she gave up the $4,000 and didn't do the lease, I would have to look at her and say, you're out of your mind. 
Because one of the things you can do is you can take that lease money, you can buy the car, lease the car, and in 90 days and 30 days and 60 days, you can call and write a check. But that four grand is now off what you paid for the car. Well, that's a very true statement. And separately from that, there, there was also the benefit, even though obviously if you write a check for something, you don't have a finance charge at all. You do have the inability to earn money on that money after you've spent it, but you don't have any finance. So the charge. question I have for you, if she would have kept, the, if she leased the car and she'd have paid the car off inside of 90 days, how much finance charge would she have paid? Well, the equivocal APR was around 1% APR, so she probably would have paid somewhere around 100 bucks plus or minus. Right, but to get $4,000. Oh, correct. Right. And the, the other part of it, though, in this particular case, was that if she were to purchase the vehicle and own the vehicle three years from now, what would she have? What would the value of her car be? three years from now, if you were to put that, that many miles on it. Well, don't have a crystal ball, but can look at the auction report and can look at a three-year-old similar vehicle, which is, of course, what I did, with comparable equipment with only 36,000 miles, the vehicle would have only been worth, at least according to auction reports, in the low 20s. Well, by doing a 12,000-mile-a-year lease, which wouldn't have worked for her, she would have only had a total in payments over the three-year term of $21,000. She would have had $31,789 left over. By structuring it at 20,000 miles a year, her total payments over the course of three years were just over $23,000. 35 payments times her monthly payment, $23,625 which leaves her guaranteed $29,000 in change that she did not spend over the course of three years with no possibility of the car being worth anywhere near $29,000 three years from now. You know, and it's, and it's just to keep, to keep talking about this, people say they want to pay cash because they don't want a payment. Okay? When you pay cash, you still have a payment. I don't care what they say. I'm going to finish this when we come back, but you can reach me, Gary Green, at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Like us on Facebook, and you can go to our our website, yourcarinsiders.com. Jim and J.J. Testa, commercial fleet managers at Camelback Toyota, are truly good guys in the automotive business. They've been in the car business since 1987 and the entire time in the Phoenix metro area. They are kind of like their own dealership, very easy to work with and have the largest selection of Toyotas in the Southwest, not to mention a great selection in pre-owned and certified vehicles. A special thanks goes to John O'Malley, managing partner for giving Gary Green his first start in the automotive business in 1988. You can reach Jim at his desk at 602-200-5520 and JJ at 602-532-4472. Earnhardt Kia, the fastest growing Kia dealership and the number one volume dealership in the Valley of the Sun. Located on Bell Road just minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale. Our locations allow us to serve all the greater Metro Phoenix areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria. 
You can visit us at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix or call General Manager Scott Clark at 602-345-5405. Monte Vista Cleaners. Dry cleaned or pressed garments, only $2.59. Laundered and starched shirts, only $1.75. Monte Vista Cleaners uses state-of-the-art equipment and best cleaning supplies to offer you fast same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next-day service on all other times. They're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 20010 North 59th Avenue in the Glendale Home Depot Shopping Center or 8345 West Thunderbird in Peoria. Monte Vista Cleaners. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money Radio Show Sundays at 8 a.m. You can also call Dan now for your free customized safe information money kit and 115-page safe money book at 877-517-2346. That's 877-517-2346. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the Y. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Okay, so just type the job website address here. That's it. Then you enter what job you're looking for there. Electrician. This is Peter. Recently, he got help going on the Internet for the first time to look for a new job. Okay, then you just hit search and... In the past, Peter's gotten work through people he knew, but he heard there were more jobs online. There we go. These are all for me? Uh-huh. Really? He had no idea just how many. I can't believe it. This one looks good. Peter is thinking the Internet might be for him after all. And this is just one website. Wow. Why didn't I do this sooner? See what the Internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call 1-855-387-9166 to find a free training class near you. Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, Dana Southern, here with my friend and partner, Gary Green, and we are your car insiders. Gary, I think you wanted to share something. You know, it's really simple. What Dana talked about, I'm not sure everybody grasped what he was saying, but this is what we do. We're there for your best interest. We're not selling you a car. And what we're trying to show people is the best way to pay for your car. Now, writing a check is a form of paying for your car. That's the only form of ownership. Because if you finance a car, 
you have this misconception that you own something. Okay, you don't own that car until you pay it off. And then you can lease a car. Okay, and a lease is just a different way to pay for a car. And it's more prevalent on your high dollar cars. And I'm gonna give you an example. If you go out and you buy a hundred and twenty thousand dollar Mercedes Benz and you do a thirty month lease on it, and at the end of the thirty months the car, well, I'm going to change my story. I helped a gentleman buy a car. He bought a BMW M6. Now, he had leased an Alpina B7, which is the hot rod version of a BMW 7 Series. When he went to give the car back, his residual was over $80,000. The actual value of the car was just over 50 grand. Okay, so that's if he bought the car and he owed $84,000 on it, he'd be $30,000 upside down. Negative equity, big time. When he traded the car in, when he turned it in for the lease return, the one that would get stuck with it is the dealer because that manufacturer requires the dealer to take every car back Every car that they take back that they leased, if they're the originating dealer and the lease return is done there, it's their obligation to buy the car from the manufacturer. Now, what I didn't understand was the manufacturer won't work with the customer on the buyout, but when the dealership got the car, they were able to adjust the cost of the residual because the manufacturer will work with the dealer not necessarily working with the client. But what I always say to somebody, well, why won't they work with me? So my, always, my answer to that is always, let me ask you this. If you did a closed-end lease and the residual was $18,000 and at the end of the lease they decided to tell you that the residual is now twenty-three grand, would you want to pay it? Well, no. Well, then don't ask them to lower the residual that you agreed to. You know, leases are not always the best way to buy a car. Own a car, drive a car. Paying cash is sometimes the best way. Now, if you're writing a check for a car because you've got a gazillion dollars in the bank, okay, and you're a multimillionaire, it's one thing. Okay, but if you're someone that's still working, you're not retired, and you are taking fifty grand and plopping it down on a car and just writing a check. It's probably not the smartest way to pay for a car. But the thing about dealing with the salesperson where Dana and I are night and day different from the dealership guys is we don't run the risk of you saying, I got to go home and think about that. A lot of salespeople that are good professional salespeople are smart enough that if the customers agreed to buy the car, They're going to stop speaking. They're just going to write it up the way that the customer bought the car, not necessarily the best way for you to buy the car. So a good salesman is not going to try to talk you into a lease after you've already agreed to buy the car and purchase it because now he's given you the opportunity to say, you know what, that's a great idea. Let me go home and do a little more research on that and let me think about it. Dana and I have only one interest in your car purchase, helping you 
make the best decision. And we charge $400 for that. And that's all we charge. Now, I will tell you this. I met with a young man yesterday, and I told him when we were done that, A, you have to trust me or this doesn't work. B, why are you trying to buy a car? Now, what I looked at was he had $5,500 in student loans, no other credit. His parents didn't want to co-sign. He makes $9 an hour, works part-time, and his income's about $1,000. What's the odds of a bank lending him money to buy a car? Not too high. So what I explained to him was, let's just say you were to buy this car and the payment was $250 a month. The problem that you're going to have as a 24-year-old young man is your car insurance is going to be close to $200 a month. Why would you want to pay $450 a month when your parents are letting you drive their truck for nothing? By the way, nice truck with low miles. 30,000 miles on a seven-year-old truck. Gary advised him, as I would have, to drive the truck. This Thursday, join us for a -a one-of-a-kind experience as 960 The Patriot hosts a free debate viewing party at Studio Movie Grill. Purchase gourmet food and beverages and enjoy exclusive analysis during the GOP debate as 960 The Patriot hosts Seth Liebson play host. Doors open at 6 with the debate starting at 6.30. Weigh in on the debate winners and losers. It's big issues on the big screen. Brought to you by Enviro Paving. Tickets at 960thepatriot.com. Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale. Family owned and operated, Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale strives to surpass your expectations by actively listening to their customers and employees. Their goal is to simply provide an exceptional experience before, during, and after the sale. The exceptional experience is not a slogan, it's a way of life at Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying. 
crying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 KKNT Intelligent Talk. My name is Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. Once again, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. All I'm going to say is, folks, if you're buying something, I don't care what it is. If you don't like the person that you're dealing with or if they speak to you in an appropriate way, why would you buy anything from them? Now, I've got a couple of bad habits, okay? One is I smoke cigars, okay? And the other one is I ride a motorcycle. And I've made a decision that I want to buy a new bike. So I was in the dealership, and I was playing around with some numbers, and I asked the guy for a piece of paper. So I explained to him that if you sold me the bike for this and you gave me this much for my bike, at the end of the day, this is how much I would either write a check for or I would write a down payment check and finance the rest of the bike. And this is about where my payment would be. And he looked at me kind of funny and he came back out about two minutes later and he says, how do you know how to do that? I said, because I've been in the car business for 28 years. And I decided against buying an 8,000 mile, one-year-old bike that was a rental bike versus buying a brand new bike. Because the difference in the two bikes was not enough to justify buying an 8,000-mile rental bike. But he had taken a bike in in trade, and it was a 2,700-mile bike that had a little bit less equipment. They make a model that's a standard, and they make a model that's a special. And without boring you, the biggest difference is navigation, the rear suspension, and pinstripes. So an ABS brakes and a security system. Now, the ABS brakes and the security system are a big deal. The nav I could care less about. But in the dollar amount, I decided that I was going to consider buying the used bike because I didn't care about certain things. But I had a dollar amount in mind, and it was kind of funny because he came back out and he says, well, I know that you, you don't want to pay the setup on the bike. Well, my problem is, if you're buying a used bike, there is no freight and setup because it's a used bike. Somebody's already paid that when they bought the bike new. So he gave me a price, and the price was off 
in my opinion, by about 900 bucks, but he knocked off the $700 in setup. So really, at the end of the day, he was selling me the bike for $16,200 plus the setup. So my feeling is the owner of the dealership ain't giving, isn't giving up his setup fee. But I laughed because when we went over the numbers on the phone, because he was busy, he gave me the out-the-door number, and I told him something doesn't make sense. Now, I had given him a couple of opportunities, and it was down to two different places, two different guys, two different bikes. And where the guy lost me was when he said to me, well, the numbers are what they are. And that is a very, very, very true statement. The only thing you have to be careful of if you made a mistake. Now, if I'm trading my bike in and the bike's only 16.8, how can it possibly be over $19,000 out the door. So when I told him he made a mistake, he took it very personal, and he said to me, they are what they are, it is what it is. So I said, well, before I hang up, let me just run the numbers past you. You're selling me the bike for this much. Yep. And you're telling me the out the door is this much. Yep. Where's my trade-in fit in in this equation? Now, all of a sudden, silence. silence on the phone because he made the mistake when he did the whole thing. He made the mistake and he apologized. And I actually went back to the dealership to talk to him because I was interested. Now, he was busy and I respect salespeople's time. So when I got there and he was busy, I had my wife sitting in the car. So I told my wife, I'll be out in seven minutes. Because that's how quick I can make a decision. Well, the gentleman was with somebody else, and they were looking at a bike that I was actually looking at. So he never called me back, so I thought that maybe he sold the bike to that gentleman. Well, I went by the dealership yesterday, and the bike's still there. I still don't have a callback from the gentleman on the bike. You know, when you make a purchase, this is the only thing I'm going to say about this. Buy something from somebody you feel good about dealing with, you know. And, you know, when the guy says to me afterwards that I'm going to buy my bike from, that, you know, even though you, I'm giving you a great deal, he says, you explain it so logically that I even have a hard time not agreeing with you. And that's the part that Dana and I do. We can take the deals and we can make them make sense to you. I was in the bank this morning and the bank manager is a friend of mine and he told me, well, you know, there's a couple of guys that come in and they say they do exactly what you do. And I'm going to use Dana's favorite two words and I'm going to say them out loud, poppycock. So I told him, I said, do me a favor. Next time one of these guys are in, why don't you have them wait and I'll come in and I'll sit down with them and I'll explain what Dana and I do. And then he can explain what he does. I had a guy say to me that he does exactly what I do. And I said, really? Tell me what you do. How do you get paid? So I get paid from the customer and I get paid from the dealership. And if there's a trade, he buys the trade sometimes. So if he's buying the trade, do you think he's interested in getting you the most money for your trade-in? Absolutely not. So I said to him, so in other words, let me get this right. You charge the customer, 
in the price of the car. Yep. The customer then writes you a check. Yep. And then you're trying to UA the trade so you can buy it. Yep. I don't do any of those things. What you nope. and I, what you and I do is completely, completely different. We are consumer advocates. We are not brokers. We do not take kickbacks from any dealer for any reason, any time. When Gary mentioned that we do charge at the end of the transaction, after the final document has been signed, and that we've been there to make sure that they haven't added or snuck in as much as even a penny, at the end of the transaction, we do charge or receive a $400 fee. But at the risk of being overly redundant, it is only a portion of what we save you. If we weren't saving you more than our fee, we would be of no value to you, and we would be more than happy to share that with you. The key, of course, when you buy a vehicle is not what you hear, not what's said to you, but what you actually sign at the very end of the transaction, how you leave. And I'm going to share a story or actually it's a poem and it was written by a gentleman named Larry Bruce and it's called The American Car Salesman, which of course Gary and I are not car salespeople. Many years ago, many, many years ago we were, but leaving that alone, this is how the poem goes. The American car salesman is both hated and revered. He is the last of a rare breed, the ultimate maverick. He walks with confidence and takes offense at direction. He cannot be left on his own, yet his spirit will not be dominated. He is free enterprise personified. The American automobile salesman laughs in the face of affirmative action. He is one of the few workers in society who has paid exactly what he is worth. While the average person views an hourly wage as security, he disdains it as unnecessary limit on his ability to produce. He hears negative responses every day, but has never learned the meaning of defeat. He believes free enterprise was created with him in mind. He has the instinct of a hunter coupled with great compassion and kindness. He speaks eloquently and detects the most innocent untruth from his customers. He would never bow his knee to any king or queen, but has the uncanny ability to treat his customers like royalty. He is uniquely talented, endowed with savvy that cannot be taught in a classroom. His spirit is what America was built on. He is a loner who has difficulty walking in step with others, yet he gravitates towards those who are like him. He is intensely competitive, nevertheless quick to give a helping hand to a struggling brother. He is a dealer's biggest liability, yet he is the same merchant's greatest asset. Some elements of society would like to eliminate him, but have found him to be indestructible. Without his personality, his smile, his spirit, there would be a giant void in America. And, you know, that that's, poem's been out for, for several years. And the only thing I'll tell you about it is there are wonderful, hardworking quality salespeople and in many cases they truly are trying to help you the difference between what they do and what gary and i do is that we work for you they work for the dealership 
And unfortunately, unless your business card says general manager or something like that, you simply don't have the autonomy as a salesperson to be able to get things for your customer that Gary and I can easily get. I've never run into a situation yet where I couldn't help someone that worked at a dealership buy the type of vehicle they wanted to buy for less than they could buy it themselves, even working there. You know, and it's, you know, years and years ago, my father-in-law wanted to buy a pickup truck. And he and I had a conversation, and it was kind of funny because he wanted to buy the kind of truck that I was selling. And the problem that I had was the general manager that I worked for, I was a sales manager at the dealership, wasn't a really good guy. And he happens to be a friend of Dana's. And Dana, I think, has the same impression of the guy not being a good guy as I do. And I actually had to take my father-in-law car shopping because as an employee, they wanted me to not discount a truck to my father-in-law. Make him understand that we don't discount these trucks. So we got up one day. We met. We drove out to this dealership. Now, the strict instructions I got from my wife and my sister-in-law were, my dad's going to meet a salesman, and he's going to like the guy, and he's going to feel bad, and he's going to buy whatever the guy has. And this is what he wants. He wants a white, regular cab pickup truck with tan interior. So we get to the dealership, and the only thing the guy has there is the gold color with the tan interior. So my father-in-law looks at me and says, well, I think that would be okay. And I said, nope, I'm under strict instructions not to buy this car. So we drove from that dealership to another dealership, went into that dealership, and the guy doesn't have the white doesn't have the beige. He has silver with gray interior. Well, I think that would be okay. I said, nope. So we jump in the truck, my truck, and we drive down the, the 101 and we drive all the way out to Avondale. And we jump in to the dealership and we're walking around. And lo and behold, what's sitting there? White with tan. Correct. And I explain to the sales manager the situation, and we make a deal in about five minutes. Now, as we always say, it's not over till you leave the finance office. So we sit down with this finance guy, and the finance guy's going over the numbers, and he explains to me that the plates for his truck were this much. Well, they're not that much. Okay, Plates are a very simple calculation. You take the base MSRP, you multiply it by $16.80 for every thousand. And then you add, it's, I think it's $30 now. It used to be $20.25. It's approximately that. It can vary. Yeah. And then it drops 15% a year when they're right. used. But what's funny is this guy was trying to explain to me that he can't adjust the plates. It's a non-adjustable item in the contract. And I explained, if you don't fix it, I'll pay it. But tomorrow, your your boss is going to need a proctologist to get the attorney general's head out of his butt. Because they don't like that. They don't like when people get scammed. 
We'll be back next week. Once again, 602-525-1370 is my number. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Like us on Facebook. You can email Dana at Dana at YourCarInsiders.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.